When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Today we're going to reveal a new secret recording location, insult some Europeans, body shame innocent strangers, and reveal what we would do if we were president. This is The Boardroom. I'm Sarah. And I'm Rachel. I know who killed Tupac. And you know what? I support her. So, I'm coming to you guys from a secret quarantine location. Um, real fancy, <laughs> real, um, let's just say there's a history to this place. That's <laughs> yeah. right. I am on Jeffrey Epstein's Predator Island, baby. <laughs> I shouldn't say baby. Um, <laughs> I got it real cheap on Zillow. Mm. I I think this is, this is my first like real estate purchase, so I'm very excited being um, an island owner. At 21 years old. Should we start another fire festival there? I've Listen, I've already contacted Ja Rule several times, and <laughs> yeah. he's told me, I don't know how you keep getting my number. <laughs> so we're going to have to get a new celebrity investor. Mm. Um, I don't know what the availability of um, Nicole Richie is, but she might be down. Yeah, I think so. Um, BTW, the reason that I got it is because I swept in real early, mm. like incredibly early. When his mugshot started popping up on TV, oh yeah, and people were like Jeffrey Epstein, blah 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 blah. I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna look up what he did necessarily. <laughs> All I know is I saw those aerial views, like those <laughs> the, the drone footage of that yeah. island, and I said, Mama wants that. I <laughs> rushed over to my computer, I typed in Zillow.com, and I hit refresh. I mean, to the point where I nearly got carpal tunnel waiting for the island to be a listing. And then I swept in there and I bought it. That's right. You have to be aggressive in life. Yeah. And so now it's mine. Um, there's a, like a, a haunting feeling walking around these grounds for some reason. Yeah, aren't there a lot of like old like daycare buildings and stuff there? Like I thought that was kind of it's weird. It's very weird. Yeah. There's there's like uh, there are like um, almost posters you'd hang up to teach children like the alphabet mm. uh, just scattered around, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Maybe he had a lot of kids. Yeah, maybe he's like a, a good with kids type of guy. Yeah. We don't know what he did. They kept saying, like, Predator Island. I was like, Alien versus Predator? He was, maybe he was a huge fan. Yeah. I know he had, like, that lady friend named, like, Jizz Lane or something. Yeah. Gasoline Brisbane or something. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, she's in jail. I don't know what for. <laughs> yeah. I realized at a certain point people kept talking about Epstein, and I was like, I refuse to learn what he did. Yeah. I don't even want to bother. I just want the island. I don't want to be informed. Exactly. I would rather live in complete and utter ignorance in a cool house than be conscious and live in a, in a regular home. Yeah, exactly. And that's just the type of person that I am. But here's the thing. When we first moved in, like I moved in like about a week ago, mm -hmm. the people who were doing the cleanup crew were like, you need to get a black light. Mm. And I said, why does it have to be black? And they were like, no, no, no. <laughs> 
trust us. Um, any t- any bedroom that you go into, you need to burn the sheets. And I was like, oh, geez. I saw those like thousand count cotton sheets and I'm like, oh, yeah. it can't be that bad. I don't have to buy new stuff. Yeah. But I flipped that black light on. And it was it was like a, a Jackson Pollock made out of ejaculate. It was it was absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Dang. Yeah. So he was getting up to something. Again, I I don't want to Google it. Yeah, he's like an artist, and he's trying to make like the night sky. Like maybe he's trying to teach kids about constellations. You know. Exactly. Constellations, constipations, consolidations. They all yeah. mean the same thing. Exactly. But the house is beautiful. If you like, I said the aerial shots. Mm. gorgeous they have the color scheme it's like white and a sky blue mm. which i love because it um it reminded me of the greek flag oh oompa <laughs> is that what the greeks say and yeah oompa oompa they say they made the oompa loompas <laughs> they they say oompa and then yeah you have to smash a plate i don't know how expensive the plate it has to yeah. be. It's like a paper plate. <laughs> exactly. Does that work? Yeah. I think that is uh, one of my favorite traditions next to the, the smashing of the, the glass in like Jewish weddings when they do it under their feet. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is with what is with the ethnics and smashing glass? <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, where was I going with this? Yes. Okay, Greeks. The reason that I, I like it is because... Out of all the Europeans, I will say that I, I like the Greeks. They are, Greece is one of my like top five European countries. And I do have mm. a top five for every single continent, including <laughs> Antarctica, which is very difficult. <laughs> but I like the Greeks because no one blows smoke up their ass mm. like people do with Italians or the French. Yeah. Those countries get so much credit. And for what? Yeah, because they have a sense of glamour and romance to them. Like we get it, you have you have nice architecture and small servings of really excellent food, like obnoxiously <laughs> tiny. Yeah, but sometimes you know I don't want cuisine. <laughs> sometimes I just want to eat a stick of meat while staring at the Mediterranean Sea next to an Orthodox priest. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's my idea of a good vacation. And Greece has that. That's true. Greece, they've they, they've got a good tennis player up in there. His name's Tsitsipas. But there's like eight T's in it. It's crazy. Tzatziki Pas. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's what his name is. Interesting. They got some fun letters over there. They do. I like them. <laughs> I don't know where that was going, but yeah. <laughs> they are... Um, maybe my fondness for them is because they... They peaked in high school, like, as a civilization. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of just accepted that, which I can respect. Because some countries are always like, we need to be on top. We need to be number one. It's like, look, it's over. It's done. Yeah. What are you, what are you going to do? Yeah. C's get degrees. I like, I like people who, who accept uh, mediocrity. Yeah. Because I can resonate with them. Yeah, that's my motto. Speaking of Europeans, the British, what are your thoughts? Mm, not a fan. TV. Okay. Valid. I only like the British actors that like come over here and do American accents. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I know what you mean. It's very like, I am an American. <laughs> yeah. I am not from England. And you're like, yeah, that sounds convincing. I know David Tennant's like Scottish or whatever, but like, because he was in a show called Broadchurch, and then they made like an American version, and it was called Grace Point, I think, and he still played the same character, but he just did an American accent <laughs> instead. And I hated it, and it made me so uncomfortable. That's They should have just made him Scottish, never explained it. He's just working. Yeah. He just got a license to work in the U.S. Or that's like Benedict Cumberbatch in the the Marvel movies or whatever has like an American Doctor Strange. Accent. Yeah. Yeah, he's American. He's like, I am a doctor. <laughs> he's like, ew. I would say, okay, have you ever watched Sex in the City? No. Um, are you aware of a character named Samantha from that show? I've heard of, yeah, like, people be like, oh, I'm a Samantha. Yes, everyone says, oh, I'm a Samantha, and I'm like, shut up, you're a Miranda at best. <laughs> the thing is, she speaks, I was convinced that this woman, Kim Cattrall is the actress's name, was a British actress who was playing an American, mm. because she has one of the greatest speaking voices ever, but it doesn't necessarily sound like an, an American accent, so... the. <laughs> Every scene in that show is literally them at brunch, like just eating really expensive salad or eggs. <laughs> and then Samantha will come in and she'll be like, I was with a guy the other night. Like, that's how she oh, talks. Yeah. And I thought she was British. And guess what? She's not. She's all American. Dang. She's an Americana. And I felt deceived. How disappointing. But I will take that over a British accent, mm. I'll say it right here and right now. I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the accent because it's not real. Because also there's like eight different like fonts of their accents. Right. Because like some of them are like proper English. Some are, yeah, I'm from Sussex. Like they do all these different. Sussex. I'm from Sussex. I was combining Sussex and Essex. Ah, okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Sussex. It's a new... It's like a really small part of yeah. England, actually. It's right at like, the border. I've been there like a couple times. Yeah, I have a summer home there, actually. Oh, okay. A so. shack. I don't know if it legally counts as a home. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. I, I'm not aware of the, um, the the differences in the regional accents. I just have mm -hmm. a very very general understanding yeah. that like the more north you go, the less posh it gets. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite of the U.S. <laughs> yeah, but the posh accent in particular. When I say, like, I'm sick and tired of the accent, I don't mind, like, the super fake Cockney ones yeah. or the the poor one, like the poor accents. And I'm going to say that because that is literally what, like, posh British people call these accents. Yeah. It's like the ones you'd hear coming from someone wearing a full-on, like, Adidas tracksuit, like, very <laughs> Eminem circa 2003. They can and stay. And the tingles pop, pop, I don't pop, mind pop. them. <laughs> that <Yeah>. guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fine. Because those are like trickle-down British accents. <laughs> yeah. The posh accents that are like, oh, I, do, I dare say. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, no one talks like that anymore. Yeah. But, the message um, from the Queen for you, sir. The way that, like, if you've ever watched The Crown or, like, mm, heard yeah. Charles, Prince Charles speak where he's like, I, I don't know, D Lady Diana. And they're like, shut up. Up. Yeah. yeah, that's not how people talk. It's not. It's like, my goodness, I can see the inbreeding. <laughs> they try to cover it up. That's what they do. This is what this is what aristocrats the world over do, is they, they make themselves look fancy to cover up the fact that all of their, their the grandparents were direct cousins. Yes. This reminds me, because I remember my friend told me this, like, years ago, and has stuck with me ever since. 
But like the percentage, this is only somewhat related. But when you said inbreeding, I was like, I know a lot. But um, <laughs> personal experience. Yeah, there's something with like Amish people where like they're more likely to have 12 fingers than like any other sort of like group of people because there's so much inbreeding, which yeah. leads to more like genetic defects and stuff that aren't like traditionally considered normal or whatever. No, isn't having six fingers technically a dominant trait? Oh, really? I don't know if that's even specific to the Amish, but that's like a weird... Yo, the Amish are just dominant then. <laughs> They're the dominant like group of society. The Amish are evolving at a scale that we we can't comprehend and we mock them now, but just <laughs> just wait until the apocalypse hits and those True. those six-fingered <laughs> <laughs> Those six-fingered, like, bonnet wearers, they're going to be digging through the ground, making little burrows. They're going to they're gonna outlive us all. Yeah, that's so true. When people think of the next step in human evolution, they assume that it's going to be, like, we're going to have linear progress. Like, we're going <laughs> to evolve in a positive way. That's not true. Yeah, no way. We can always, like, regress. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to go back. We're going to be hunter-gatherers again. like. And that's when I'm tapping out. <laughs> yeah. Anytime people are like, how to survive the apocalypse? I'm like, my guy, I am ending it. If I <laughs> manage to survive the, the initial event that caused the apocalypse, I am fully... Yeah. I am putting on my lip gloss and walking into the ocean. I am yeah. not... I'm not going to fight. Forget that. Who wants to? Who wants to live in a world where you have to scrounge for food, the air mm -hmm. is crap, all the trees are probably singed, and what, yeah. you're going to die of malnutrition from eating canned beans all the time? I'm already flatulent enough. I don't need, I don't <laughs> yeah. need more. I can't handle cans of beans nonstop also. I can't. Also, if I broke my glasses, game over. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would rather just be dead. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, now that we have, uh, we've insulted Europeans, great. Uh, just a little summary, Greek's good, Italian's and French, too much credit, but mm -hmm. I understand. And posh British people, ew. <laughs> and I hope they get offended. Yeah, I hope they're listening. We say that as if any of them are watching this. The queen is listening right now. The queen is listening. She's like, it will. This is what kills, what is it, Prince William or whoever the really old guy is. This is what sends him over. Wait, isn't, yeah, Charles who is, can you believe he's like 80 and his mom is like, I'm never going to die, you little prick. Yeah. You're never going to see this throne. Yeah. Good for her. What a boss move. True. Okay, we've talked about the... We've bashed Europeans. Mm -hmm. Great. We can check that off our list. Yeah. Now, when I said... When we said body shaming in the beginning, it's more that... How do I say this? I was thinking about a, a specific actor. <laughs> yeah. Who you... People listening to this might know because he is in every single... Netflix teen romance mm. film mm -hmm. that is specifically targeted to like lonely teenage girls who read One Direction fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Um, like currently, not even back when they were still together. Yeah. They still have a Wattpad that they actively use. And mind you, when I say this, this is a demographic that I'm very fond of, mind you. I don't say this with any, with any malice. Um, that that is the exact group of people that his films cater to. Mm -hmm. And I'm, of course, referring to um, Noah Bicentennial, <laughs> yeah. Noah um, Sentimental. Centarino. Yeah. <laughs> the only other person whose name is so much fun to mess with is obviously Benedict Cumberbatch, because mm. there's so much you can do. Yeah. Blueberry Camera Recorder, <laughs> Bend Over, Come On My Back. 
um, <laughs> Benedictio <laughs> Comoro. <laughs> Oh, that's good. And then Jacob Sartorius. My friend once said she was like, Jacob, statutory rape. And I'm like, okay, that's the best one. That's That's the best one. He nearly went to my school. What? Nearly went to my school. Yeah. Nearly went to my high school, which is how, that's how young he was. I was a senior and he was like entering high school. Wow. But then he ended up going to Gonzaga. Because I knew he was from freaking suburban Virginia. So I was like, oh. Maybe it's too mm. far. Anyway, I was talking about Noah uh, Noah Centineo. We need to s- stop going off on tangents. And by we, I mean me. <laughs> but Noah Centineo. Yeah. If you've ever seen this man, mm-hmm. his neck, um, <laughs> his neck speaks to me. It is <laughs> so thick. It is. it is. It's like the trunk of a tree. And it's it's like the same width as like his head. Like it's in line yeah. with his ears. I just, I want to like wrap my hands around it not sexually just in a violent way (laughs) not to choke him i just want to feel it i want to feel the muscles i want that sensation of being like i i grabbed the thickest neck on earth (laughs) yeah because i feel like it's not like a like i feel like there's no give to it right i feel like his his neck is the size of like a slender woman's thigh yeah, it's those girls, those skinny girls in high school that would always like brag about their thigh gaps. Like he has one yeah. of their thighs as his neck. We body shame skinny people too. Yeah. It's not just Rush Limbaugh from <laughs> yeah. last episode. We get everybody. Nobody's safe. Even average people. It's like <laughs> pick a side. Either be super skinny or be or be obese. Why are you <laughs> yeah. a fence sitter? <laughs> yes, quit being an like an average weight. Come on. Yeah. Um, so Noah Centineo, one of the heartthrobs of today. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what's hip with the children. I'm not. I'm still. We're both still technically Gen Z, but I. I yeah. could not tell you who is like a hot person for teenagers right now. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. Um, Harry Styles. They still like him, right? I think but so. just the gay kids, I think. Yeah, I think the gays are really into him now. The Twilight guys. Mm. Those are who I remember being like the heartthrobs when I was a kid. Yeah. Not for me personally, but I could see it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I never got into those. And, like, I was never, "Mm, I'm Team Jacob, I'm Team Edward. But, like, I got it. The one's the hot one. The one's, like, the one you feel bad for or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the classic pale versus abs. Of course. The the (laughs) classic trope. I would say Jacob was very... um, evenly toned mm-hmm. also one of the only i know people are like reading twilight it is so blatantly obvious that stephanie myers uh is a mormon <laughs> because it's it's literally like the most repressed relationship of two teenagers ever but it's framed as like a good thing and they can't do it until they're married even though edward is like there's no way he has his v card he's like a hundred and something years old <laughs> yeah Probably was a little thoughty all throughout, like, the 60s and 70s. <laughs> and then they bang. And do you know Do you know the actual reason as to um, why his um, his sperm worked? No. And managed to impregnate. So was it true love? No. <laughs> it was something even more disgusting. Yeah. When they were in Mexico or wherever it was, they went for their honeymoon. And they went into the ocean. The warm water, like, heated up. Ew. His sperm. <laughs> I'm like, that's, first of all, the ocean is cold. What are you people talking about? 
That's crazy. I don't know. I wish that Stephanie Meyer would pull a JK Rowling and like retcon her own stuff on Twitter <laughs> yeah. and yeah. on Pottermore. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, all I remember about like Twilight is seeing like a behind the scenes clip where it was like Bella petting Taylor Lautner's character, but it was just like him standing there in like a morph suit, like <laughs> with his head down, and they had to like yeah. create the whole werewolf thing, but it looked so awkward. Oh my god. Did you know that they actually made um, Taylor Lautner perform all of the wolf noises by himself? Like, <laughs> he, that was actually him. Yeah? Yeah. That's groundbreaking, isn't it? Wow. Good old shark boy coming through. His That was his, the greatest role he has ever played. <laughs> go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> Other lyrics dream I can't remember. Dream, 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 dream. <laughs> then he did a little backflip and you're like, ah, yeah. we see that martial arts background, Taylor. Yeah. Um. So the Twilight guys, those were like the hotties. And then who else? Oh my goodness. I was so uninterested in like, teenage boys when i was in middle school and in high school yeah. my crushes were all like adult men yeah. and not even like 26 year olds i'm talking like yeah 35 yeah i was like hey norm mcdonald yeah. <laughs> rachel you and this man first of all norm mcdonald is well over 35 <laughs> if norm mcdonald came up to you right now and he wasn't with anyone and you weren't with anyone yeah. and he was like rachel <laughs> i got a i got a box of apple juice with your name written on it Would you be like, oh my god? I'd be like, tell me some 9-11 jokes, please. <laughs> tell me some OJ jokes. Some OJ references. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's understandable. I used to have, okay, young Stephen Colbert, like Strangers <gasps> with Candy yes. era. Yes. Adorable. Yeah. A, a young Jimmy Fallon. Actually hot. Yeah. Like 2001 I'll Jimmy admit Fallon. it. I'll admit it. He was he had great bone structure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we got young Stephen Colbert, <laughs> young Jimmy Fallon, Twilight guys. These are the these are the classic hotties. <laughs> yeah. I just never know. The further back I think I was like, who are the hotties of the the, the old school hotties? Like mm. Joseph McCarthy, mm -hmm. Burt Reynolds. Okay, Burt Reynolds, who Norm MacDonald played on SNL, just saying. Okay, I'm gonna stop you with the Norm MacDonald's references because <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Burt Reynolds, Kurt Russell, I remember him. Don Rickles? No, I'm playing. <laughs> Don Rickles, I mean, I wouldn't say he was an old school hottie because he was no. he's he was currently a hottie up until his death. Yeah. Same with Larry King. Yeah, those shoulders. Anyone who's got shoulders above their ears, I'm into that. Yeah. Any person who I've never seen them below the torso, I'm into <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I've only seen Larry. I've only ever seen Larry King's like uh, from his like nipples up. Yeah. I'd say sometimes and his like lower arms. Anyone that like could be in a wheelchair, but we don't know. I'm into that. Mm -hmm. I I could not tell you who is who is a hot person now. That guy that like driver's license is about. Oh yeah, probably. Do you know what I'm talking about? That yeah, song "Driver's I... License," where she's like, I've got my driver's license. I don't know. So many people resonated with that song. I would say at least half of them have never actually liked someone or like been in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. But it still it still hits. Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo, that's her name. Yes. Shout out to you, Olivia. You did it. You cracked the Billboard 100. I know Olivia's listening right now. She's yeah. a big fan of ours. She's actually yeah, making please. another song. It's called Learner's Permit. That's about us, actually. <laughs> so... That's great. 
Um, she is. Uh, I mean, I would just say, Olivia, please respond to my DMs. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're on uh, Instagram. I only send them to people who I think are really cool and really cute. Yeah, it's. It, but it's just a. It's just a promo code for your um, flat tummy tea uh, collab. Yeah, brand, those, brand uh, those like weird um, appetite suppressant lollipops. <laughs> yeah, Every, anything that the Kardashians shuck out. Um, yeah. Yeah, R.I.P. to Kim's marriage. Yeah. Officially getting divorced. I Okay. I thought they were going to last. Yeah. I I was like, I could see this. Like, I feel like it made sense. Yeah. Would you marry Kanye? No. Uh, never. I think I might. I would not because it's like you can't have two crazy people together. Like, it's not. <laughs> Kim yeah. made sense for Kanye because she's very. Airhead. Calm. I mean. <laughs> I mean, when you think of Kim Kardashian, you don't really think of, like, erratic. Yeah. Because Kanye would tweet out something like, mm, we are living in a matrix, and um, <laughs> black people are the original Jews. And then <laughs> and then to cover it up, Kim was literally going to post, like, a full photo of her, like, cheeks spread apart. Um, yeah. And her, and, her like, yeah. entire ass showing. It's definitely a publicity thing to get the attention off of him. Yeah. But they, you can expect it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then she'll post, like, mm, my hand's so pale in this. It's like, yeah, because you're white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Armenians are technically white, Kim. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah. They had, like, 15 children together. And it's mainly because Kris Jenner is so smart. She was like, she really is. everyone accuses me of cultural appropriation. Well, guess what? Now nearly all of my grandchildren are technically black, so it's not cultural appropriation. I guarantee you that was her plan. Yeah. She knew what she was doing. I feel like they could be like, like that's like a real life get out, like where they're like <laughs> trying to gather as many black people as they can. Oh, 100%. Also because, you know, when um, North gets old enough, Kylie can finally use her hand to do those swatches on. Because <laughs> yeah. now Jordan's out of the picture. Yeah. All right, um, we're done with that. Rachel, yeah. you were talking to me about cheese and crackers. Yeah, as in, like, white people and cheese, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, see, I'm on this constant battle, right? Because I, I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to treat myself, take care of myself, right? Okay. But I can't find a good cracker that works with my cheese. I need a good cracker because, like, you are what you eat, baby. Mm -hmm. But if anyone out there knows of, like, a great cracker, just a plain cracker. Because I always see those party packs of, like, sliced tiny cheeses and, like, mm -hmm. little pepperonis and little salamis. And I want to buy them so bad, but I have no cracker to eat them with. Might I suggest wild card here? Just get toothpicks. Stack them mm. on top of each other and just sort of nibble at them like a little rat. <laughs> yeah. You don't necessarily need a cracker. That's a very good point. Yep. Because I've I've been getting like the fancy cheeses, and I don't mean like those craft like string cheese that are like the twisted like cheddar mozzarella. I see. Yeah. No, like elementary school <laughs> daycare cheeses. Yeah. I'm. I got like brie. And like the fancy mozzarella, like mm. I've bought the the port wine, like spreadable cheese. Like I've been mm. making so many cooter boards lately. Like <laughs> I've shark really been coochie. killing. It. <laughs> yeah, I've been making shark cooter boards over here all day. I've really been killing it, but I don't have a good cracker. Mm. And because also fontina cheese on some bread, mm -hmm. that goes hard. Fontina fe, that's what I call it. Your future child's name. 
Yeah, Fontina Fey. Um, unfortunately, I mean, I know this is going to be shocking, but I, um, even though I am a um, a beacon of class and elegance and sophistication, <laughs> I am not aware of the best brands of cracker. Yeah. Um, and I love saying that word because it makes me feel like I'm in a black exploitation film from <laughs> yeah. the 70s. Yeah. Cracker, <laughs> shut up, you honky. <laughs> I don't have to listen to the white man. <laughs> That's like, do you remember the part in an airplane? Wait, this is going to be so bad, but where the white lady's like, that's okay, I speak jive turkey or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, oh, there was man. that one point in airplane where the woman was, I don't know, she was freaking out or feeling disgusting. She was like, oh my God, this is just like when we watched that Ronald Reagan movie. And that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> because screw Ronald Reagan. True. I feel like we should have a segment of that. We should have that segment every single episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't care that he ate jelly beans. <laughs> he brought crack into the U.S. through the CIA secret mission. That's right. I read that article from that guy, <laughs> that journalist, <laughs> who wrote about it in the 80s. I I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That was convincing. Um, I don't know what Fontina is. I've never heard of that sort of cheese. It's really good. All I know is, I know brie. I know mm-hmm. pepper jack, cheddar, mozzarella. I know the easy cheese, the spray can cheese. Yeah, the cheese that is, like, radioactive, essentially. <laughs> yeah, like pressurized, like, air Yeah, I, the first sightings of that easy spread cheese were in the rubble of uh, Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. It was regular cheese that fully <laughs> mutated, and yeah. then American companies were like, this is some resistant dairy. Yeah. We'll sell this to American kids. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of the fake, fake cheeses, the ones that are mm. so unbelievably processed that they're like a bright orange. The floppy little craft single. like Absolutely. It's like, I'm not looking for natural flavor yeah get out of here it's the the kind of cheese where they have to call it cheese product because they can't just call it straight up yeah. cheese because it's only like two percent actual dairy <laughs> yeah. and it's just like sandpaper the rest of it is actual plastic yeah um i am a fan of your little idea of calling your kid fontina fey because yeah. it would be like so humiliating and stupid yeah. i have considered what i would name my future children mm. some of my ideas are um Chardonnay, (laughs) milk, (laughs) Longinus, Myrtle, Mm. Casablanca, (laughs) that's boy or girl, Um, (laughs) Amadeus, Sorry, um, Ham Boy. (laughs) Maybe Ham Bone, if you're feeling crazy. Yeah, um, Margaret Thatcher, but like hyphenated. Yeah. So the the full name is just Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. That's what I've gotten so far. What about you? Yeah, I think any anything with, like, like making money off of them, because, like, I'd probably only want a kid if I could, like, profit monetarily, so. Yeah, exploit them. You, you know, like, if you start setting up, like, ads and sponsors for them, it's like, here's little Jimmy presented by Verizon, like, every time you say his name. That'd be so good. Or give them, a like, a street name, like, little Marco, <laughs> little Nugget. Little Peep. Little Bo Peep. <laughs> Lubo peep. Oh my gosh, please. Pixar Studios. <laughs> if um I know Lil Bo Peep got a little remake in a Toy yeah. Story 4, but give her a little spin-off where she starts her rap career. Yeah. She's already on the road. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, okay. Um would you like to have any children? I don't know. Real honest question. Rachel, would you ever want to breed? Let's open up. Let's go deep today. Um 
I have no idea. That seems like so crazy to me. Like pooping out a baby. Like mm. I don't know. What about you? I not anytime soon. Yeah. I think eventually I'd like to have children because I think I will. Get, I will get to the point where years from now. My biological clock will be like, you don't have time. (laughs) You have to do it now. (laughs) Yeah. And then also my family will be like, you're getting old. You're going to be alone forever. And then I'm going to be like, okay, thanks in the group chat. (laughs) And then I'm going to go over to whoever, whoever I'm with at the moment and be like, listen, um, we need to, we need to make a little baby. You have them sign a little contract. Yeah, and then he'll be like, but Sarah, you know I'm sterile. And I'm like, what? Okay. And I'm a Pisces, like, what's your point? (laughs) Um, We'll find a way. I'm like, you got a brother? Your father's still alive? We can make it work. You'll still be related to the kid. (laughs) Yeah, I would like to have kids. I would like to have five children. Um, Mm. Just because I want to recreate the Jackson Five. (laughs) Yeah. Except that none of them are talented, and all of them stay black. <laughs> so I will have a version of the Jackson 5 that's, like, still all black. Uh, but they can't sing. They can't mm. dance. But they desperately try to, yeah. which I think would be funnier. But they all still wear the one glove. Yeah. They don't even have vitiligo. They're just, like, a little attention whores. <laughs> yeah. They just want everyone to think that they um they have something wrong with them. Yeah. I still can't believe Michael Jackson's transformation. Yeah. It is the fact that he was, Michael Jackson was so talented that he turned into a white woman and no <laughs> one, like, cared. People were like, eh, have, have you heard Thriller? Like, they still <laughs> bought his tickets. Uh, that's so true, though. Like, I've seen, like, old footage of, like, literally thousands of people outside of, like, a hotel room or something where he was staying. Like, yeah. he was the biggest pop star ever. And this was, like, pre-social media. Yeah. How did they find him? Yeah. They heard the hee-hee, and they just started yeah. following they, him. Echoing through the, <laughs> the, the streets of the city. Yeah, it comes up, like, through the like the sewer system. Oh, my gosh. It's like it. That's, it's like could you it. imagine? That'd be so terrifying. <laughs> oh, Michael. You think he touched them, kids? <laughs> <laughs> Norm MacDonald thinks so. I'm just saying it's a little weird. The details yeah. of it are like, who allows seven-year-olds unsupervised, like without their parents, yeah. to sleep over at a grown man's house in his bedroom? Technically not his bed. Or maybe it was. I don't remember. But in his bedroom, I'm like, yeah. the parents need to be arrested, even if nothing happens. T. T. It's still weird, though. Yeah. It's still mm. so creepy. I just think it's because Michael Jackson was literally worked like a horse since he was five years old. Yeah. And so he never got to be a kid. True. And that's why he was insanely creepy. But, like, Thriller's such a good song. So, like... <laughs> and so what? Chinatown is a great movie. I'm not going <laughs> to stick up for Roman Polanski. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we've talked way too much about uh, child predation in this episode. (laughs) I think we've met our quota. Yeah. Um, Let's move on to something a little lighter, but equally as disgusting. Yeah. Ted Cruz. (laughs) Sorry, Texas. All those people freezing to death. Why couldn't you have just been born Ted Cruz's daughters? (laughs) (laughs) Going down to Mexico. (laughs) Saw a tweet that was like, Ted Cruz's daughters... 
in Mexico surviving off of the salt that rim margarita glass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. All right. We are going to introduce a little segment mm-hmm. called If I Were Blank for the Day, which we did like two episodes ago, and that was with a, if we were a men for a day. Yeah. Now it's if we were president for the day. Mm. What would you do? Hear me out on this one. So I would make everyone butt chug something once. Okay. Because the idea of butt chugging is so intriguing to me. Like it's so so interesting to me, but I feel like I would want like everyone else to kind of try it out and see what they think. So they're guinea pigs? <laughs> yeah, like it'd be like divided based on like your taxes. So it's like you just have to like butt chug like water. Okay. And then like the rich people have to like butt chug milk or something. And then, like, but then we have some people butt chug, like, flaming Hot Cheetos that we, like, grind up. And you just, like, pour them in. Like, we could get crazy with it. Ooh, okay. And, like, they'd get, like, rewards based on their item. You know, like, I'd be like, I'll knock off some money. You don't owe anything to the IRS now. <laughs> so you give them financial incentives to destroy their bodies yeah it would bring everyone together people were talking about oh americans are so divided all this bipartisanship if everyone butt chugs something we'll all be on the same page i'm kind of a hero for that you would definitely go down in history um, (laughs) for reasons (laughs) yeah Yeah, let's just hope that biden puts that in one of his executive orders yeah yeah he's like no minimum wage no health (laughs) care Everybody's got a butt Everybody chug. Everybody got a butt chug. No stimulus check until you butt chug. That's valid, I would say. Yeah. Um, what about you? Okay, I would make wearing, like, fanny mm. packs mm. mandatory. Like, 24-7. You have to shower with them on. Yeah. Um, and that's just because I want my citizens to look cool. Yeah. I want them to look hot all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're inexpensive. True. They're so much more efficient and... A, sign- a much better investment than any other sort of like bag or purse that you can get. True. You know, they do make you look like you have a weird kangaroo pouch <laughs> yeah. just filled with like, you know, loose cough drops and a uh, Dunkin' Donuts gift card or whatever it is that the average American has on them Yeah. Uh, at all times. So that would be my first thing. Mm. Uh, my second act would be uh, to make 9-11 a national holiday. <laughs> Yeah. Not a day of celebration. <laughs> but not necessarily even a day of mourning. You don't I wouldn't I would say that you're not obligated to feel anything. Yeah. But you can just take the day off. That's fun. I don't know what you would do on that day. Um You go to 7-Eleven? That's true. That's <laughs> close enough. You can pay your respect to the people of 9-11 uh by getting a slurpee. Buying some hummus and then like throwing it away. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I can't Now that I think about it, maybe the terrorists did win. Cuz what can we do? <laughs> What can we do? Yeah, there's this um, I found recently. It was this, like, old, like, sketch or something, and it was Osama Vin Diesel. (laughs) And I was like... Like him being played by Vin Diesel? (laughs) Yeah. It was silly. And it was, like, almost like a Fast and the Furious thing, but, like, with (laughs) Al-Qaeda. It was fun. So I think maybe a national viewing of that could be a good way to celebrate. We could project it. Yeah. We could project it onto the Freedom Building, which is what they built on Ground Zero. <laughs> like, in the water of, like, the memorial. <laughs> like, uh, you play it there. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh. They called it the Freedom Building. I'm like, 
I really thought it was like a countdown until someone hit that too. <laughs> like everything that they try to build on that area, they take down. <laughs> oh, that's awful. The terrorists are like, oh, another target. And it's taller too. Yeah. And easier to hit. Fantastic. But I've, I've seen like there's like a ton of like security measures or whatever they've like installed. Because like I've seen it's like, oh, that's actually like the safest building in New York or something now. Apparently. But are they just saying that to like sell more office space? <laughs> I don't know. It's a little like, it's odd to me because don't they have this policy where they're like, if a plane flies like too close to the city or mm, they had yeah. like certain rules as to like how close you can fly over cities and if you are too close they'll shoot you down or something and i'm like wait a minute isn't that just gonna kill more people <laughs> yeah we'll force you to land like in the middle of the city right i'm like how does that work but i guess the pilots get warnings and then if they mm. don't listen to that then they're like all right this is a little sus yeah but to be fair if you were a terrorist you could you could take that into your own hands and be like well if they're gonna shoot me down that's still technically me killing everyone in this plane <laughs> yeah it's like the a lazy, a lazy like suicide bomber. <laughs> yeah, maybe we shouldn't be giving them ideas. <laughs> yeah, because I know they listen. I know they listen to our podcast. Oh yeah, we're huge. We're huge in the um, caves of Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, common misconception. Osama bin Laden was not in a cave. He was just in like a compound. Yeah, we were we were actually part of SEAL Team Six that night. Yeah, we waltzed in there. <laughs> we were like, hey guys. Hey guys, where we're is back. he? <laughs> <laughs> we know he's here. <laughs> and then Osama came out. And he was like, "Oh, you got me!" Yeah. And we were like, "Oh, Osama, Silly we have to goose. kill you now." Yeah. And he's like, no, "I understand." So that's the real story that the government doesn't tell you, by the way. Yeah, it is incredible how much we will speak um, on any topic, regardless of whether or not we have any information. <laughs> yeah, and that's. All we gotta say on that. Tune in next week for another episode. See you later. The Boardroom with Sarah and Rachel is a production of Rails Comedy Network. The Boardroom is produced by Walker Green and edited by Rachel Nicewander. Stephen Duransky is our graphic designer, and our theme music is by Doug Maxwell and Media Right Productions. You can follow us on Instagram at Boardroom Podcast. And if you haven't already, Please subscribe to The Boardroom on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Like, comment, rate, and review. Tell us you love us. Tell us you hate us. Solicit us. We'll take anything.